thank you for pressing play again on the 95 Adventure Podcast. Really appreciate our last two guests, Brian Healy and Terrence Smith, for being on the show. Uh, thank you guys. It was wonderful to have that conversation with you about life in general. We're back now with a solo episode. I had some thoughts, and we're getting back to the 95 Adventure theme, and that is adventures, how we take them, what we do. And the thoughts I had on it today actually came from something I was going to do on a podcast, and that is outside of our comfort zone, getting outside our box. My thoughts were kind of scrambled and everything on that one, um, but really got me to thinking about how we pick new areas to go and travel and see. How do you pick new areas that you want to go see? Um, and then maximizing our time throughout the year so that you can get to all the new places, as many new places as possible to kind of feel out what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy, and help make you that decision down the line. So I'm going to take you through what Kim and I do as a family, as a couple, as individuals to find out where we want to go. And then if you have any information on that, please share it because we're a family at the 95 Adventure Podcast for sure. We're a family in this adventure lifestyle. We work too hard not to share the ideas and spread the wealth and knowledge of all the wonderful adventures. So any ideas you have, if you like some of the pictures on Instagram and you want to know where they're at, how to get there, eating around the area, people around the area, you name it, we will help you out with whatever we can. And likewise, we ask for your help in any of those sort of things. So um, take you through a step-by-step of how we decide where we're going to go next, the new adventure. Uh, the reason I'm thinking about that is, one, that podcast, but two, when we were in Maui, we were... We were talking in the airport on the way back How? what place we want to go next. We felt so fulfilled with Maui and the second time we've been there that we hit everything we wanted to hit. Not that we don't want to go back to Maui. It draws us back. It pulls at us. But we also get pulled really hard towards new places to see. Once you start doing this new places to see thing, it really starts getting addicting. So um, the new places and how we find out the new adventures, new places to go, um, we're sitting there talking and we're like, do we go back to Hawaii? Uh, do we go to a different island on Hawaii and see the different areas there? Do we go to Costa Rica? Do we try to look at, you know, Europe? I talked to a friend that was thinking uh, Greece, saying he was going to Greece, and that just sounds amazing. I mean, you name it. Uh, we've got a trip to New York. I've always wanted to see New York. We're working on that. That's in the works. Um, so all sorts of different things. Uh, and places that we want to see. Now, how do we decide and what? how do we maximize that? I'm going to take you through how we schedule them in. And the, the main thing is, I want to give you some background into us, is that we don't take sick days. We work just as hard as we adventure. And we always talk about we want to play hooky, but I don't, I don't know if you want to say it's honest, which is kind of is. Like, we give our employees an honest day's work. And we just never been the type to use sick days. If you are, I'm not judging you at all because by all means, those are your free days, you take them. But that's just us. We don't use the sick days. What we do and how we maximize seeing all the different places throughout the year is we look at our work calendar and when we have days off, like holidays, that sort of thing. Um, And then we try to plan around that. And I'll give you a good example of how to maximize all of your vacation days to see as many spots as possible the way we do it is if you have a holiday or your company's, you know you're going to have a day off on a Thursday coming up, if you take off that Friday, you leave on that Wednesday night, well, now you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday for a travel day, whatever. Now you've taken one day off, but you get 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days at your location, maybe three and a half days depending on where you're at, where you're going to um, with that Sunday to adventure and see things. And so it's like a mini vacation if you can get the time off right around that area. So that's one of the things we look at to maximize all of our days off throughout the year and all of our adventures to have the most fun. So also another thing that we do is we look at work trips. If we know we're going to be going somewhere for work, let's say on a Friday, or we'll be out of town on that Thursday, Friday, then what we'll do is we'll reserve the hotel with our own money on that for, for um, like the Friday night or the Saturday night, whatever it is. And that way we get the extra day to go out and venture. We work during the day, adventure during the evening, adventure all day on the Saturday, maybe half a day on Sunday, fly back, drive back wherever we're at. So that is just some of the, then you use no days off. So that's just some of the, the, um, some of the, the thoughts and the process of how we look at our schedule and how we look at the calendar to plan our adventures um, in that sense. Now, from there, we try to look at where we want to go, and that's difficult sometimes because there's so many places you want to go. Where does it fit into your time frame? One thing to think about outside the box, and this is where I'm talking about helping with an outside-the-box thinking, getting out of your comfort zone, outside that safety net, is um, you look at the weather, the time of year, and you might be able to save money if you go in the off-season. I know this may not be news to people, but let me give you an example. Park City is such a heavily trafficked ski area. Everybody's trying to get there to ski. Lift tickets are expensive. It's a beautiful place. The Olympic ski team and stuff works out there. They have the facility. That's where their home facility is. So it's just a, a prime spot for skiing would be the right word. And summers, there's less, less traffic there because it's such a heavily trafficked ski spot. Well, that area is pretty much more fun in the summer than it is in the winter. I can tell you. Um, even though skiing is a blast and one of the greatest like family activities you can take your, your kids on an adventure with, the summers, uh, I can explain it a little bit by saying you get, you get it at a fraction of the cost and they're at the resort. Really nice rooms, really great service, and it's like a little town in each one of those resorts. So you have all your mountain biking gear, your swimming, your tours, you know, shops, putt-putt golf, ski lifts up to the top of the mountain where you can, if you don't like to hike as much, you can take a ride up there and just walk around and see the views. Um, you name it, they have all these different activities. They have shuttles that go back and forth to the town, uh, to the like little strip downtown where you can walk around and eat and see the sights. Uh, you name it. They've got a lot of activities to do during the summer. It's beautiful. And you would never know that if you didn't take that outside the box thinking and go in the off season to a place. So look at an area that you want to go that might be an off season that might have some great activities, some great time for you to see and go check out the area. And then who knows, maybe you want to go back there in the prime time because you like it so much. But um, that's one thing that we do outside the box is we look at weather, uh, what we enjoy. You know, it's not always just beach in the summer, mountains in the winter. We can reverse that. We can do things at different time frames. Um, another thing, uh, moving on from that, uh, we try to maximize our time in an area. So once we pick that area that we're going to go, like let's say, you know, we're, the Boston trip, for example, we're going to go to Boston. And uh, we go there, 
to, um, we find an Airbnb where we can just go straight from the subway to the Airbnb, walk to our Airbnb because it's right there, and then take the subway into wherever we want to go and walk around. Now we've maximized our time. We don't have the rental car. We don't have that extra expense. Uh, we don't have the, uh, the, you know, the, the fear of anything getting broken into, stolen, paying for the insurance as far as in a car. You know, we've just got ourselves. We're walking, having a good time. So when you're looking at it, think about what you like to do what your hobbies are. So if you want to go walk around a town, maybe find the hotel, condo, Airbnb in the town, and then um, where you can get like an Uber from the airport or a subway to it, a ride, and then you can just walk straight out of your hotel, walk around where you want to go, rent bikes, do those sort of activities. You save on cost, you maximize your time, and it's all located. So proximity around uh, where you're staying, around the, the actual things that you want to do, uh, another thing that we do is we look at events that we want to go to. So whether it be a comedy club that you really want to visit and a comedian that you like or a band that you're going to go see, like a rock concert, maybe don't go in your same town. Don't wait for them. Use that adventure time to pick a date to go to that. And that concert's only at night, so you get to go, you know, or maybe it's a, a festival all day. But you get to go around and see stuff. Or maybe you just want to go to the festival all day. But find that. And then find a place in proximity to that so that you can maximize your time there. You know, we went to Boston for the Red Sox game and maximize our time by being able to see the entire city, the harbors, everything, you know, all the area around it by where we stayed and all that stuff. So just some thoughts and information on how we do that. And hopefully that helps in picking out uh, things like that. So that's some of the things we do. Uh, and another thing that we do is we keep what we call as an adventure fund. So for these short weekend trips, even if they're close to home where we can drive, like the Blue Hole that we went to this last weekend, it's 30 bucks to go there. That comes out of our, basically out of our adventure fund. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to, but we have that money there for things like that. So if we want to reserve it and we have a weekend open, we take that time, we go there. I can't say thank you enough to the, to the Blue Hole uh, regional park there in Wimberley, Texas. They keep the thing so clean, nice, neat. They have little PVC pipes for uh, made uh, made by them with hooks on them to pull you know pull the swings back to you. They keep the ground free of stickers and the water's clean. They keep the like they keep the people in check that are there and they they you have to reserve it so that you don't have too many um, people. It's not overcrowded. That could be another thing you want to research. How crowded is it? If you don't like big crowds, if you like space and things calm, and look for places like that, like the Blue Hole, where, uh, and Hamilton Pool, or wherever it is in your area where you have to reserve a spot with the national park. It's very inexpensive. It's a nice little getaway, um, and you could really stay there all day because they take care of it so nice. So uh, look for things like that for your little weekend adventures where you don't have to take any time off. It's a new place. I had never been there. So that's why I'm saying thank you to them because it was such a wonderful spot. But um, that's another thing to think about when you're looking at new places to go outside the box. Uh, Google it, search it. It may not be something right there. But um, another thing outside of the adventure fund, you know that we, I was talking about that earlier, got sidetracked with the blue hole. I got to get back on that. But uh, our adventure fund is set in place so that we can jump at a little activity like that 
or it builds, builds up and builds up and builds up into, um, you know, we use it on our big vacation a little bit, but we always keep some money in it just for times like that. Um, in case we get an opportunity to go on a vacation. So you can pop up in an immediate, like somebody says, Hey, I'm going to, uh, let's say one of your friends pops up and says, I'm going camping this weekend at this spot. And you want to go with me? Oh, sure. Got that adventure fund. I can shoot right over there. So that's another thing that we do. Uh, and then ultimately in deciding the new places and thinking outside the boxes, there's so many photographers out there and different sites on Instagram with places that you can, uh, they tag them. And I try to do that on the 9.5 Venture uh, Instagram page. I try to put the location of where this spot is located. So you can click on that and see it on the map and see if you can travel there, what the dates are, time, get information about it from that. I try to be as helpful as possible because the people who have done that with these pictures have helped me. Kim and I are constantly sending pictures back and forth to each other on different destinations that we see pictures of that we'd like to see because you know pictures don't do the same justice as actually being there. Um, if you look at the 9.5 Adventure Instagram, we don't use filters. That's what it looks like, but it's even prettier than that. And Kim, I can't say enough how phenomenal of a photographer she is. It even looks prettier than those pictures are. Uh, you can't replace a sunset in Maui, but you can get close to that picture. But anyway, we look at those pictures and we see things and then we go there, even the destinations that we're going to. So we can get a destination and then we start looking at uh, different pictures. Uh, like when we were looking for sunsets, finding the areas, I looked up uh, Instagram spots, spots. I Googled images to try to find the best, like where the sunset is that's, that's you know, beautiful. We ended up going, you know, heading a direction and chasing the sun because of that idea, because we knew, uh, one, which way the sun sets, but the way the angle goes, you don't always go that direction because the mountain might be in the way or whatnot. Um, so the view may be blocked, but we drove around until we found a spot, but we got those ideas from looking at the picture on Instagram and then, or on, and, and Google and whatever, whatever you have, whatever your access is to those images. And then getting our ideas from there so you can get ideas of where to go what you want to see and something will spark in you you know you see something like oh i would never think of going to iceland but then you're watching a brave wilderness video and this guy's scuba diving not scuba diving but he's snorkeling down this crystal clear river and all the mountains that surround it uh and, and you're going oh that looks like a really cool place it's stuck out in my mind so just Different things like that. It could be a building. It could be a city. It could be an activity. Whatever it is, find your hobbies. Whatever you like to do. Step outside your norm when you're thinking about travel. It's not just beach and relaxation. Unless that's what you want to do all the time. And then, I mean, I say go at it. We've got a couple of friends. They go to the same spot every year. And because they have a bunch of kids. And whenever they get their... their uh, vacation time for just them to they go to an adult only resort they don't leave the resort they don't hike they don't do anything but go to the beach sit in lawn chairs and swim in the water have a great time that way so if that's your jam look for spots like that uh, i think you can do that at these other different areas though and if you're looking for new areas to see and you get that bug i highly suggest any of these tips if you guys have anything um that you want to share on this that can shed light 
on new areas to go and getting outside your comfort zone of the travel area and thinking outside the box, I would love to hear from you. I really would. I can't say that enough on this. Um, you know, oh, I'll give you some, let me give you some Instagram places that we follow that give us that, uh, let me go back on that to, to uh, talk on that just a second. And that is, uh, Andy Best is one of my favorite. He travels all over the United States and all over the world taking pictures, and you won't be disappointed. You'll see some cool spots. You might not be able to get to every spot he gets to to take the picture, but he gives he gives you a good idea of where you're going and the travel. So he's a good one. Um, Earth Picks, that's uh, P-I-X. I think all one word. Earth Picks um, on Instagram. Really cool shots. Really good. Um, and then just find the location that you're going to go and try to follow a site if you know a place. Um, Nat Geo is a good one. There's all sorts of good ones, but if you follow like the Nat Geo or the Earth Picks, they put the people up that took the pictures, and a lot of times it's a photographer, and you can kind of channel through that. Uh, you can look up the hashtags once you find a place on the Earth Picks or Andy Best, and you can click on the hashtag. You can search hashtags different areas, but... It's real easy when you see a picture to hit that hashtag on the area and find a slew of stuff. That's why on 95 Adventure Instagram, I hashtag the area. That's my main reason because it's helped me out and find new places to travel and new places to go. Uh, and how to step outside the box. Because when you see something new, your eyes open up, you get excited, it's refreshing. It's like, it, you know... It's like when you first take that leap or step into something, that feeling that you get, and when you see something beautiful and you get better at something or whatever it may be, whatever the process is, but that newness of seeing some place that's just beautiful and that your eyes have never been put upon before, it really does fill your soul with joy. So at least it does ours. I'm going to speak from, I'm speaking from my perspective because that's all I can speak of because that's all I got. So I hope something has helped on this podcast uh, as far as sparking it. Again, please visit the Instagram page and let us know what you think. Rate and review the podcast. I really appreciate any of those if you do, even if it's bad. doesn't matter. I want the criticism. I want the praise. I want everything. I want to know how I'm doing because I take an honest look at myself. And I want you to get out there and adventure and to see places and to have a page full of pictures or memories that uh, will stay with you for life. So that being said, again, hit us up on the Instagram page, 95adventures. That's 95 spelled out, adventures, all one word together on Instagram. And uh, let us know what you think of the podcast. Let us know what you think of our pictures. And just send us any sort of information that you have and ask us any questions. Thank you again for joining me on this wonderful ride that we have. I hope to do many more of these and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you. And until the next adventure, bye-bye people.